Welcome, welcome back to another lo- lovely episode of Only One Ravens Podcast. I'm your host here, King Pope, and I got my co-host, Mr. JB, with me tonight. What up, bro? What up, what up, what up? So, JB, we got the Rams this week, and um, I guess we didn't really get into the charges too much last week because, you know, we addressed the um, Colorado situation and also the college football playoffs. But I said to you last week that I had issues with the Ravens last week. And my biggest issue was the offense. I had no problems with the defense. I felt like the defense stepped up. I felt like the defense did their job, right? I got no complaints about the defense. Ain't nothing I could talk about the defense to say they did this, they did that, whatever. I ain't got nothing to say about that. Mm -hmm. But offensively, this is a bad sign. The defense did everything. They gave you everything that you needed to win the football game, and the mm-hmm. offense still couldn't do their part. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what the problems are. I feel like Todd is still struggling with the fact that he has no Mark Andrews. But then at the same time, too, the offense as a whole just don't look in sync. When they needed a first down sometimes in that, in that Chargers game, they couldn't get it. Right. That's what kind of miss Mark, right? But right. at the same time, you got to get past that. Like it, it don't matter. It don't matter. It, Mark ain't dead, so we got to get to the point where we got to get over the fact he ain't dead. So we got to just move on. You know what I mean? Like we got to figure it out. So the offense to me was so poor on Sunday night. It was just a bad show. And not only that, at the end of the game, you know what I mean? Lamar talking to, uh, you know, talking to the people. He said, you know. The offense was bad. He gave the defense all the credit. He knew that because they just yeah. didn't play well. They just were awful. I mean, great game for Zay Flowers. He scored two touchdowns. You know, but just as a whole, as a unit, offense. And you know who else looked bad, John? Ronnie Stanley. Say it. I was oh waiting my. on it, bro. Oh I was waiting God. on it, Bruh, P. Hold on, man. Like, I'm, I'm just gonna say this, and I'm gonna let you get back into your rant. I can't. I can't remember if it was. Uh, third and maybe medium along or maybe fourth and me- medium along or something. But the, the play had broken down and Lamar started scrambling to his left and he couldn't get out the pocket because Ronnie Stanley was standing there watching him run like, bruh, get the fuck out the way. Like, I, I, I don't understand, man. But go ahead, P. You, you, you got the floor back. Go ahead. Man, like, like JB, like Ronnie, what's good? I just, man, listen. Ronnie said it to me is such a freaking fat disappointment. Like, bro, he need to he need to go be a family man. It's time to go sit on the couch and be. A <laughs> it's over, Ronnie. You are officially done, bro. Khalil Mack bullied you. Uh. All game. All game. Matter of fact, I think it was Khalil Mack on that play who, who made the sack because he yeah, just wouldn't get out the way. He pushed right through his chest. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like, are we serious right now? Like, I just, Ronnie Stanley is a disappointment. 
and and my, my my thing is this, P. If you are um, still injured and you, you you know what I mean, and you're not fully um, yourself, you know, well, we really don't even know what his true healthy self looks like because we, we we've only seen it in spurts. Like he has yet to put together a consistent body of of, of work. That we say, okay, like I see Ronnie standing, like it's, it's been inconsistent from week to week. And if that's due to the injury, bruh, sit out, heal yeah. up, do some rehab, do whatever you gotta do to get back for the for the playoffs, my nigga. Like, because this ain't working. Like, it ain't working. Bro, he's more of a detriment to the team being out there. Yeah, like, I'm saying that though. I hate when players do this. Like, bro, if you're hurt, you're more of a detriment to the team. Mm-hmm. You are helping. Yeah. You're yeah. Helping. And you're injured. You're making right. it worse. And I um I can't remember. I I think it was a couple of weeks ago, like like right after the game. Um, and John Harbaugh had said something like, Well, we don't want to hurt guys. No, yeah, yeah, we, we we don't want hurt guys out there, but um so like they was kind of just leading to the fact that he's trying to pay he's trying to play through the um through the injury, but right now you literally shooting yourself in the foot. Like you like you need time to be off the leg, ankle, knee, like whatever. Like if it's all of that, it's all of that. But you you need time off of it so it can heal properly. I agree. I agree, JB. He was. Bro, he was so bad on on Sunday Night Football, man. It was like, and th- and it's the thing too. Like, you on national TV, you're right. the only thing that's on, right? So, right. in LA, like, you want to show out. You want to show why you're one of the best teams in the AFC, and you give out that performance. I, I just watching that. I'm just sitting there and thinking, I'm so like, bro, this is horrible, bro. Like this is really horrible. Like, I mean, we supposed. I ain't saying you supposed to. I'm not saying they had to blow the doors off the off the uh, charges, but a better performance would have just looked so much better. Like, it just looked so bad. Like to me, the defense gave the better performance. Yeah, yeah. This was this bright spotlight. Yeah, I was I was really prepared to come in and 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 praise the 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 defense uh, just like you were, P. Um, like it, it it like if you was watching that game, every time the um, the defense would give up a big play, then they would cause a big play. Whether it was a, um, a fumble, whether um, you know it was a strip sack or, or you know just a regular sack, like they you know they were around the ball. A, a lot so you 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 so the the for me i think the defense has found their niche i mean it's still a little 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 couple things that they need to tighten up on but I, I think they found the niche um right now the the offense to me doesn't look that bad but they don't look that good either um and I just think that again, it's just in terms of them figuring out what they want to do because um, with the absence of Mark Andrews, because the weapons are there. You, you you know you had OBJ who had a decent game, and I think coming into um, this weekend, like he's averaged, um, I think what forty four plus yards. 
Um, well, I'm 44 yards um, passing, you know, coming into this week. Uh, you know, Zay Flowers is emerging as um, that guy, you know, whether it's across the middle, whether it's on the sideline, but he has shown that he can play this game at a high level. You know, I, you know, he's very shifty. He's, he's crafty. And, you know, when he gets the ball in space, like he can definitely make things happen. So like, I want to see Lamar continue to, to tighten up that rapport with those two guys. Um, and I'm not going to get ahead of myself. I'm, I'm going to let you um, speak some more to the offense or whatever, whatever you want to talk about, because I, I really want to get into the um, running back rotation, which I think is, is finally coming along. But, yeah, back to you, man. Yeah, I, I, um, I mean, we spoke on this before, JB, when I said Todd Munkin has a, it, he has a problem when he loses a player, he loses, like, his whole ability to call plays or like he doesn't know how to pivot. Like I get it. Mark is a big piece. I understand that. But like you said, JB, you got other weapons. I guess, you know what? I can see if you lost Mark and you ain't have shit else, then you sitting there scrambling like, well, what the hell I'm going to do now? I can see that. You know what I'm saying? But you don't have that situation. You lost Mark. You still got Zay Flowers. You still got Odell Beckham. You still got Keaton Mitchell. You still got Rashad Bateman. You still got Isaiah Likely. Like, you still have playmaking ability players that's still around Lamar, and you still have the number one playmaker on your team, which is Lamar Jackson. So you still have that. So, like, to see the play call and the way things were, were just called on Sunday night, it was just disappointing. And then not only that, like, realizing that, okay, Ronnie getting his ass kicked, right? So Ronnie get his ass kicked. Maybe we need to be recording to help Chip, to help Ronnie. Like no recourse right. out. Right. We got issues on the line. We need to do something different. It's like, where is the changeup? Like, we just gonna let Lamar just run for his life the whole night. Like they were coming after him and they were coming hard. And like if they knew they had the Ravens in like third and six, they was coming. They were coming. And they were getting the Ravens right off the field. So it's like, Todd, where was the play calling? Where was the the extra blocking? Or why you didn't switch over to a quick game? You know you're getting blitzed. What are we doing? And it's just like you put the defense right back out there. At a, at a certain point in the game, they, I was sitting there thinking like, man, they're going to tie the defense off so bad. The defense is going to give up some points here eventually. That's how I kept thinking because they just kept putting the defense back out there. But, I mean, good thing the defense, they stood tall and they just kept – they did their job. So, right. I, I said the defense was great because the offense put them in so many situations where it was like, bro, you're going to tire them out and they're not – when it comes time to close this game out, they're just not going to be there to do it. So, I just – I don't know. The offense was, was poor to me. It was poor. Like, and then – Listening to the press conference afterwards, JB and, and Harbaugh talking about he wanted to give them the week off. I ain't gonna hold you. I wouldn't have gave the offense the week off. I'm sorry. Them, they need more time. I'd have had the look, offense. Y'all gonna have to practice like two or three days out of this week, and then I give y'all the rest of the week off. But defensively, like they fine, but like offense, man, they need more practice because they just was not good. I just they were not good, man. It's, it's, yeah, 
I, I hear you. I, I think we are at the point of the season where we know who the Ravens are. Um, uh, we, I mean, time and time again, they tend to play down to the competition. Um, well, you're not going to have a chance to do that. <laughs> you, you know, I mean, like this 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 Rams team that's getting ready to come in here, um, they are on a three-game winning streak, if I do believe, um, and they just beat <laughs> what every what everybody around the league is saying was was saying it was the number one defense in this and the number one defense in that with the Cleveland Browns. So um I I I fully expect this this to be um a game just like we played uh against the Chargers, man. I, I think it's gonna be like one of those you know, you can't get the offense started and, you know, the defense is going to keep having to save them. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a shame to say that, but I don't I don't think um, that this type of football for us um, right now, like the November and December defense, I mean, um, and December football games, I, I think just going to be low-scoring game until they figure it out. And maybe you're right, Pete. Like maybe they are missing Mark Andrews, but at this point, Todd Mockton has to figure out how to get everyone um, involved in more than just in between the twenties. You, you know what I mean? Like there's no, there's no reason why um, our offense um, came out stale in that game. Like it, it, it should have been a blowout, but I mean it was still a, a ten point game. Like we still won the game twenty to ten. You know, so I mean. Uh, like if you want to take that as some type of encouragement, but yeah, we we got to get better because these next few games are gonna determine um, not only our placement in the um, you know in the, in our season in the playoffs, but we're actually fighting for a right. I mean, you know, fighting for that number one uh, top spot in the AFC, which warrants an automatic buy. You know, the one team gets the buy per um, conference now, so we, we we're fighting for that. You got to keep that in mind. So let me ask you this, JB. Is if they played that game that they played Sunday night against the San Francisco 49ers, what's what's gonna happen? No, I mean it's gonna be an L. Like it's gonna be an L. Like we like we 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 gotta treat the 49ers, the Dolphins, um, the Jaguars, and I'm just going on backwards, backwards order. Um, and this week game, like we got to treat them like we playing like Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. Like it's it's not enough for us to just kick field goals. You know we got to go down the um, we got to go down the field consistently and and put up touchdowns. Now, real quick, you know what I mean, like real quick, because because I know nobody really wants to talk about it. And this 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 point that I'm going to um, talk about has been um, has been on my brain for like two and a half, three months, maybe. Um, and that is the issue. That is our issue with our field goal kicker. You know, um, Justin Tuck. He you know he he's not looking like automatic Tuck anymore. You know, he's looking like he's getting older. And he is, it's not for sure that he can carry the team on his leg anymore. So what are we doing in that aspect? You, you, you know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm just throwing that question out there, P, but are we going to address that like now? Like I, I said weeks ago, probably like a month and a half ago, that we needed to bring in a, a younger kicker to either motivate um, uh, Justin Tuck 
or maybe like put you know put that younger kicker in you know on those shorter pat you know on those shorter um field goals but right now uh tuck is is missing from <laughs> he's missing from every category he's missing from the 40s he's missing from the 50s and you know so like are we gonna address that that's my question no, uh, Harbaugh, no. I believe that they believe in Tucker and they're going to stick with the situation. I don't think Harbaugh is going to change any of that up. I think that's just going to stay where it is. But I agree with you with Tucker. Like, he's been – he has not been what we expected out of him. And I guess we hold him to a higher standard because he's given us that higher standard for so long. So it's like to see, him, to see him where he is today, it's like, damn, Tuck. Like, what happened? You know what I mean? Like, your fall off is like crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, it's crazy. I agree. Like, he missing kicks with you. Like, man, you ain't never missed yeah. some kicks before. Right. And and yeah. And and don't 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 get me wrong, P. He is the goat when it comes to the kickers, right? He he is that. But there's no reason why we can't go out and get some type of insurance. And and, and if we did worst come to worst, that would that would be motivation for Tuck to go out there and and do that. Because who who is he competing with? You know what I mean? Like even if you look around the league, a lot of kickers are not putting up his numbers. You know what I mean? A, a lot of kickers are not <clears throat> not Justin Tuck, they just not like I like it's it's crazy to me like watching other games other than the Ravens games and they they kickers go out there and they miss twenty something yarders like consistently and like they miss you know extra points consistently and I'm you know and I'm glad we got Tuck but right now he's not looking like the Tuck of old like like maybe it'll kick in like maybe he's on regular season snooze mode and he'll he'll liven up on the playoffs because I tell you what if the game comes down to a field goal in the playoffs against these teams that we that's coming up that we get ready to play you know what I mean like how confident are we or should I say how confident is John Harbaugh going to be uh, putting Tuck out there you know is it going to be one of those situations where it's a 48 yarder you know what I mean to win the game and you leave your offense out there on fourth and one or whatever you know what I mean because you don't trust Tuck. Like it's a slippery slope with that, man. You got to be careful with that. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, Tucker has not been who he normally has been this season. He has missed some kicks where you scratch your head, like, yeah, man, like, what was that? Like, what's going on? I just, knowing John Harbaugh, he ain't going to do that shit. I mean, he gonna, he believe in Tucker. I know he do. So he just going to say he going to, Trust his kicker, he gonna you know go with and roll with the punches. But at the same time, on that side, if the offense put the points up, we won't put we won't be in these type of situations either. I feel like the offense need to step up, do their jobs. Like yeah, I just, right. They got to step up and they got to do their part. Like you know, you got to put the points up, man. You know what I mean? Instead of putting stuck in those situations, how about you put points up? If you put points up, we don't have to worry about that. You know what I'm saying? So I, it's like that's a slippery slope too because. You know, y'all so used to having Tucker in the bag, you know what I mean? And now he's not performing as to, up to where he was. So let the offense as a whole realize, like, okay, well, we need to show the, a heavier burden and put and just put the points up. 
That way we don't have to put Tucker in those type of situations. Not to say he probably would make it, but still, you got the ability to put the points up, put the points up. You know, so like, I just, as a whole right now, I'm just disappointed in the offense. I, it's, it's disappointing to see. You got too many playmakers on that offense to be playing the way you play. And the offensive line, you're crap. You're, 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 you're part of the problem. The offensive line is, is the problem for me right now. They can't block. They mm, cannot block going. at all. They have a they have a real, a real problem with blocking right now, where they cannot block because it wasn't just Ryan Sanders getting beat; it was Morgan Moses yeah. too. Like, both yeah, Morgan. Yeah, yeah. And but and I don't know if it's even though but even though Ronnie was glaring, but Morgan Moses, I seen your ass get beat too. You know yeah. what I mean? So it, the offensive now, line was a problem. Right now, you 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 asked me a question. Let me ask you a question. Like, do you think it's because the lack of consistency on the line like we we haven't like since early in the season like we haven't had um a consistent five guys on that line week in and week out which um um goes back to ronnie stanley probably should need to just sit out for the rest of the season and come back during the playoffs you know what i mean like so you can get some more some more consistency at at the offensive line um when i look at so when I watched the game, it wasn't more so of a, a consistency thing, JB. It was more so of a a will and a want to be able to beat your man. And to me, Khalil Mack had the more will and want to get to the quarterback than Ronnie Stanley being who he was to step up and allow yeah. us. I mean, uh, yeah, it's, it's Khalil Mack, though. Ran through his chest, bro. Like, he yeah. ran through his chest. So, like, that just let me know as a whole, like, a part of it, he looked, his his legs looked weak where he just still looked injured because, like, Khalil Lilly was scooting him back. He was just sliding back. Like, he had no base to hold his ground at all. So, to me, like, his knee was still weak, whereas, though, he couldn't, he couldn't have a strong enough base to stop Khalil from running through him. So, again, like you said, to me, he's still injured. Whereas, though, he can't stop a Khalil right. coming through his chest because he's still mm-hmm. injured. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, Ronnie, that's not good for Lamar. That's how Lamar gets hurt because you're right. – you know what I'm saying? That's how he gets hurt. So, every quarterback in the AFC North is hurt. Except Lamar, right? Which is crazy. But if Ronnie continues to do this, JB, Lamar will be next. You know what I'm saying? So, so where is it? To me, my question to you, JB, is when is it that John Harbaugh is going to step up and realize I got to do something different for my quarterback because Ronnie Stanley ain't it? When is he going to make that call? Yeah, yeah, you you right about that. You know what I'm saying? Right about that. Because if Lamar gets hurt because Ronnie Stanley falls back up on him, then what are the Ravens doing? Mm-hmm. It's not good at that point because now, Ronnie, you were the problem. Now the quarterback's hurt because you can't block because you got a bum knee. But as a whole, the coaching staff and, and all of them, they keep putting they keep putting them out there. I just think I just think Ronnie don't need to be on the field. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's what I think. I, I think at this time, at this point, it should just be a, a coach's decision. Like, look, we're gonna go ahead and shut you down, give you some um, some time to fully recover, and we we holler at you during the playoffs. Like, you, you know, and you can decide whether or not you want to come to the games and you know with your jersey on or the hoodie and and, and the seeds or whatever. Or you just want to stay home or whatever. Like, but. We, like we, we need to shut you down because we we're gonna need because we, we we're looking ahead at the playoffs like you like right now you are hurting your team and you you can't afford to do that like I said with these next slight of games coming up you can't bro the, the remember this in the Cincinnati game he got backed up into Lamar and stepped on Lamar's ankle yeah like literally he stepped on Lamar's ankle because he couldn't yeah. block and, right. that could, and that's the same. It's almost like the same play how Trevor Lawrence got hurt last week. Yeah. And backed up into him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, like as a head coach, bro, you can't see that. It's called protect the player from themselves. Right. Right. Like, you got to protect the player from themselves, man. Like, come on. I, this, this is where coaching, this is what we call bad coaching and good coaching. And it's bad coaching where you don't protect the players from themselves because what it does is it gets someone else hurt. Literally. It just does, man. I, I He got to sit out. He got to sit out. I mean, now he didn't have a week off. I don't know what he's going to look like against the Rams. But to me, in my mind, like you said, I need him to sit out to the playoffs. Maybe he needs enough more time. He needs way more time to heal and be fresh. So – when playoff come, he ready. I just don't think he's there. I don't. And then too, JB, at the end of the season, we need to have a conversation. What are we doing with him when the season is over? Yeah, moving forward. What's the, what's the, forward. What's the question? What's the, what's the I agree. I agree, man. Like I, I, I said coming into the season <laughs> that it was that it was gonna be a bad look for that guy, man. So all right, well, into the Rams versus the Ravens. So, JB, I do know this week most guys came back healthy, practice. Uh, Rashad Bateman missed, I think, Wednesday. And then I think Lamar missed Thursday. So they said it was an illness. I know everybody was in uproar on Thursday when they didn't see Lamar. And it was like Lamar wasn't at practice. And people mm-hmm. said what happened with Lamar. You know what I mean? And kind of find out he had an illness. And Bateman had an illness the day before. It seems like around this time of the year, every year, Lamar comes down with some type of illness. Yeah, right. Every year, bro. He, he mm-hmm. is, And he has one of those days where he's just sick and he doesn't practice. It happens. I mean, it's been like that since he's been a rook, bro. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm not surprised at him getting sick because, you know, it's just the norm. But it was good to know that. Marlon's back. Marlon is back. They say Marlon's gonna play this week, so that's a good sign for the defense. You get your, you know, your starting cornerback. Um, those guys got a good chance to get some rest, to get their bodies back in, you know, formation to get ready for the last push of the end of the season. I'm kind of glad that by came at the right time because I feel like they, they, them guys did need some rest and they yeah. need the time that they need the time off. They did. So Absolutely. I'm, that they come out fresh, JB. I hope they don't. I hope they come out fresh and not flat. Right. 
that's that's my worries. Because you've been off and it's a possibility they can come out flat. So I'm really worried about that. But getting into the Rams, um I Matthew Stafford's been having a pretty decent season. Puka Puka's uh been, been lighting it up. Yeah. yeah, that's that guy right there. Yeah, Puka's definitely been having a good rookie year. Been looking good. And you know what's uh what's his, is it Kyrie Williams is his name, the running back from the uh for the he's a, a, a pretty decent player too. Um I don't know, is is Cooper Cup hurt or is he playing? I'm not I'm not sure. I know at one hurt. Yeah, I didn't see him on an injury report. Okay. All right, cool. So then uh, and you have Puka. So you can have both of those guys out there. So I mean to me, the secondary guys, they're going to have a good matchup because those two receivers, they they do know how to they know how to ball out. And you know, Matt yeah. going to throw the football to those guys. Yeah. yeah. And like I mentioned earlier, um, uh, you, uh, you said Matthew Stafford, right? He's um like he, he's been playing pretty decent. He's he's like you said, he had a good season. Um, they are on a, a three game winning streak and, you know, they just beat the um, the Cleveland Browns and they were able to do what they wanted on that defense. So um, this week right here, like this is the week to prove um, for our defense to prove that we were, in fact, better than um, the, the Browns defense. Right, <clears throat> so the Rams line like they've they've given up um, zero sacks in um, in Matthew Stafford's last thirty seven drop back, you know, pass attempts. Um, they've only given up one sack in the last three games, you know. So you know, we talk about the our Ravens defense. You know, our Ravens defense lead the league, and um, and total team sacks, which I, I believe is 47, um, around that number. I believe it's 47. Um, so, you know, we just going to have to get after Matthew Stafford. We got to, you know, we got to press that guy because if you don't, the, the, the last thing you want is for um, for Puka and Cooper Cup to go off. Like, you, you can't have both of them guys going off. And you and you you mentioned their, um, their rookie running back who, uh, you know, who's had you know, a, a, a decent season. So, you know, we, we can't overlook these guys and, you know, we can't go in, um, we, we, we can't go in playing down to the competition. We just can't do it. I agree. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. I feel like the defense, and see, and all of that too, the defense to me, when they played Sunday night, they look well rested. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, they played a hundred percent better than they played the previous week. So they looked like they were well rested. Yeah, and they played well. So I'm I'm expecting them to do the same thing again this week, JB. I'm expecting them to mm-hmm. come out well rested and look good. You know what I mean? I think yeah. that they're gonna. I think defense will be fine all on cylinders. My my issue is the offense. Like, what offense, offense am I gonna get on Sunday? You know what I mean? Because yeah. Aaron Donald's still on the other side of that team. Yeah, he's that's and he's the, still a good player. Yeah. yeah, that's that guy, man. Like yeah, that's that guy. So, um, what you're gonna do? Like you said, P earlier, like are they gonna um keep um, Pat Ricard in? You know, and you just gotta think about that. Like if you like the the more you have Pat Ricard in, then the less um you, you can mess around with the you know receivers and and tight ends. Like <clears throat> you know, 
so what do you want to run out of out of those packages? So like the offensive line is gonna have to step up, you know, and <laughs> they're gonna have to step up. I mean, it's, it's definitely a good idea to to have um, Pat Ricard ready to go, you know, because he, he's always um, he, he always does his thing when he's out there in the field. But what offense am I am I gonna get? Like that's like that's the question. Like I, I want to see them keep feeding. Um, <clears throat> Uh, keep feeding Odell Beckham. Keep feeding uh, Isaiah Likely. You, you know he he did his thing. Like he stepped up and did his thing in that um in that Chargers game. You know, so like what you gonna do? What you gonna come back with, Todd Muckton? Like I, and, and 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 I know and I know you might be against this, Pete, but this might be one of those games where you let Lamar get loose. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, the whole two weeks that, um, like, these guys have been off, like, all they've been talking about, you know, you, you heard Lamar mention a couple times where, you know, he, like, he's been holding back, you know what I mean? Which is a good thing. Like, he's learning restraint, you know, because you, you, you got to have them throughout uh, the season into the playoffs. But this might be one of those games where, you know, he he, he put the team on his back or on his legs and, you know, and, 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 and do some damage running the ball along with our plethora of uh, running backs that we have. Like, I love the fact that we're getting Justice Hill, um, Gus the Bus, and Keaton Mitchell all involved. So that's going to be huge for the offense. You know, JB, I, I'm totally – I'm I'm not against that at all. Just that you just mentioned that, and and the reason why I say that is because, like, I think, I think Lamar needs to ignite something in the offense. I think right. he needs to set a fire inside of the offense to make them like like the other night when I was watching LeBron play against the Pelicans. Yeah, I was great to say it. And LeBron went so crazy. That he ignited the team around the team. him yeah. to play better. So maybe that's what maybe maybe Lamar needs to light that fuse to get the offense to to under to light that fuse for them to get going. And I'm not against him going off and doing all that because that's that just might what need to happen to get things rolling in the right direction. Because I'm gonna be honest with you, JB, we got a prime opportunity right now. Like I just I want fans to understand. We the opportunity that's in front of the Baltimore Ravens right now, you cannot mess this up. And and, and and I'm gonna break it down for you. You got the Rams this week. Now remember, I said a couple weeks ago, if we're gonna lose any games, you gotta lose them to the NFC. You cannot lose these games to AFC competition at all, right? But let's just let's just look at this whole Holly for a schedule position. We mm-hmm. got the Rams this week, then we got the Jacksonville Jaguars. Then we got the 49ers, and then mm-hmm. we got the Miami Dolphins, and we got the Steelers. Now, let me just paint this picture for everybody to see this, right? Last week, what happened for us as Ravens fans? We got the Jacksonville loss, Browns loss, the Steelers mm-hmm. loss, right? Steelers so the Browns lost. and the Steelers loss gave us a cushion, right? They gave that gave us breathing room in our division. Okay. Then the Bengals turned around and beat Jacksonville. For us. Mm-hmm. For us, yeah. Right? So instead of Jacksonville being the number two seed, now they drop down to what? The three or four seed, right? Right. So the only people that's above us is the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins. But hold up. I ain't even finished that yet, right? Who else did us a favor? Who else did us a favor last week? The Kansas City Chiefs lost, right? Yeah. So we got yeah. another favor. 
So the Kansas City Chiefs, they dropped down to the four seed. So, Pete, now you have the team that's in front of you, which is Miami, and the team that's behind you, which is Jacksonville. You play both I'm of on them. On your schedule. Yeah, on your schedule. So if it, you beat them, you. you beat them, it's, it, the, the number one seed is, is laying in your lap. Yeah. It's right in your hands. Yeah. So this is the opportunity for me. You guys have just came off of a bye. You guys are fresh. This is the prime position where you want to be at. You had your bye at the right time because everything is falling in position for you. Not only that, you got another gift last on Thursday night when the Steelers lost again. They lost again. So that mm-hmm. gives you great cushion over the Steelers. And then you're you're just good with that at this point. So you're not even worried about the Steelers no more. They're, to me, they ain't catching you. They just right. ain't. That's it for them, right? So all you got to do is take care of your business and everything else going to fall out. Everything else. Like, this going to be the first time that Kansas City going to have to go on the road right. if you take care of business. If you take care of business, man. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I just feel like this is a prime position right now. So, like, this this Rams game, like, this is, like you said, JB, to me, this is probably a game with Lamar. Like, you got to light the fuse, bro. Mm-hmm. Light the fuse and, and like, let's, like, we got to do this. This is it. We got to take off right now. We got to get right now. We got to get going right now because guess what? You got Jacksonville next week in Jacksonville on Sunday Night Football, and that's a primetime game. It's mm-hmm. going to be another – it's a huge game. Is, is it is it three out of – our next five prime time, something uh, like that. It's it's Jacksonville. It's it's um the Forty Niners is a prime 49ers. time game. Yeah, but the the Miami and the Steelers game is not prime time. But you know okay. what? But they might flex they can be the Miami flexed. game. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They they can be flexed. <clears throat> think the Miami yeah. game. I'm gonna be honest with you. I think the Miami game gets flexed because of how big it's gonna be. Yeah, that's a yeah. huge game. Yep, it's a huge game. Yeah, that game right there could be for the number one seed. Yeah, absolutely. I I I believe it will be. I believe it will be. And if as we said, like if uh, Lamar got to come out and set that tone, man. You know, I was talking to uh, one of my uh, buddies at work, right? And 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 I I just said, just think about this for a second, right? Like nine, ten months ago, every other team in the AFC North, um, the national media was saying, oh, all these teams, they have their guy at quarterback. They have their guy at quarterback. They either paid them or um, <laughs> overpaid them or um, on rookie contracts or whatever. So, like, all, all, of the, all of the other teams except the Ravens had their quarterback of the future, right? So then they signed them all. They bring in um, LBJ and um, – couple other guys right um and now you fast forward to all this time you know all this time later every other team in the afc north like those three guys um those three quarterbacks are now injured (laughs) or hurt and lamar is the last person standing so my my question is or my challenge to the ravens um is what you gonna do with that you know what i mean like you gotta put lamar jackson on 
for display or, or he got to put his own stuff on, on display. Like he has to let, he got to put the league on notice right now. It starts this week, like right now, like right now, the, 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 um, the Rams are going to come in, you know, like I said, riding a three game, um, winning, uh, winning streak, right. We got to knock them off their high horse and how you do that with Lamar Jackson's legs. You know what I mean? Like let him just go to work, chopping them up. You know what I mean? Like take the take the handcuffs off, at least for this game. You know what I mean? Like you said, P. Hopefully, that will motivate the rest of the offense. Man, the last time Lamar Jackson played against the Rams, he had a Jackson five. Mm-hmm. My point. Can we, get, can we get another Jackson five? Right. You know what I mean? Can we get another Jackson five out of this? You know I mean that's the last time he played against the Rams. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to see. I want to see great offensive play. I want to see Keith Mitchell running the ball well. I want to see Lamar throwing the ball well, active with his legs, you know what I mean, making plays with his legs, keeping the offense out there, not going three and out, having good drives, and just punishing the Rams. Like, this is a game where you have to you have to just show your authority at this moment. Like, you're not, you're not showing dominance as you're the team in the AFC right now. And I ain't even talking, I'm not, forget AFC North. You're not showing dominance that you're the best team in the AFC as we stand today. Like, okay, you're 9-3 and three and you're the second seed, but you're not showing the dominance that you are the team. Like, people knew last year, Kansas City was the best team in the AFC last year. You're not showing that. Like, I don't know who the best team in the AFC is right now because you're not giving us that dominance. And then Miami, you can't really trust them. Because sometimes when they play better teams, they lay down. And then I don't know how how healthy healthy Trevor is for Jacksonville right now. That you know where they're gonna stand at. And then to me, the Chiefs are frauds. But I keep mm-hmm. saying that. But people keep calling me crazy when I call the Chiefs frauds. But they are. And it's quite obvious why they are frauds. They don't have playmakers around yeah. their quarterback. Yeah. See, they they thought if they got rid of that not one receiver, you know, and a couple of other pieces that it, it was just it's going it was going to be like a New England Tom Brady type of situation where he's just plug and play and and he can make those uh, Pat Mahomes can make those guys better, but you you saying that that's not the case right now and they suffering because of it. Crazy part is Kansas City defense has gotten better. It's the offense that's letting them down. Sound like Baltimore Ravens to me, right? <laughs> so, but I I, 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 will say this, P. I, I think, I think right now, be, because the defense is clicking and they are locking in, I, I, I don't think that you need um, Lamar and those guys to score um, in the high thirties, forties. Like I, I, I think, I think mid to um, mid to late twenties. I, I think that's what you can, you should be able to depend on. Um, the Ravens to win the game, like with the defense playing the way that they playing. Like I don't, I don't, um, I don't really see them. Well, so let, let me let me say this: during that Chargers game, 
they did make me a believer, you know, as far as, you know, because it was a couple of little instances where it, it looked like that the Chargers was going to do to the Ravens what everybody does to the Ravens. They, they just walk them down in the fourth quarter and, and then, um, you know, the defense gives up all these points and then um, uh, Lamar Jackson is not able to um, bring home the win, but the um, like every like I said, every time the defense found themselves in the tough spot, they just created a turnover. You know, you know. So I don't. So with the defense playing the as well as they playing right now, I don't think our offense needs to score 35, 40 points. I think I think twenty five, thirty points should be enough to to get through the AFC. So I agree. I don't believe the defense. I don't believe the offense needs to score 35, 40 points. I agree. But what I am worried about, JB, is we got teams on our schedule where though they can score points, and my offense is so shaky that I don't know what's going to happen in those games. And what I mean by that is the 49ers game and the Miami game are two games that worry me the most. And the reason why they worry me is the most because the 49ers can put points up. We've, we've obviously seen that. We've seen what they did to the Eagles last week. They can move the ball. They got a great offensive tackle in Trent Williams. Debo's playing good ball. Ayuk's playing good ball. You know, uh, Brock Purdy's getting the ball out of his hands to them, and they, got, they also got a great tight end. And their defense is really good, too. So when it comes to that game right there, that, to me, that's just going to be a hard-nosed game. But at the same time, the offense is gonna have to do something to help the defense out in that game because they just can't keep putting them back, them boys back on the field against that. Because eventually that they're gonna Brock Purdy and them are gonna put their points up. Now, in the Miami game, it's so much speed on that freaking field. Mm-hmm. Like they got speed everywhere. They got speed at running back, wide receiver. They're just fast all over the field. And to watch what Tyreek Hill is doing this year. It's just incredible. I mean, the guy's going to get 2,000 yards. He's just going yeah, he's he's to get it. You know what I'm saying? But they just got so much elite speed over there that they can put points up at a fast rate. So it's like, to me, that type of game, for me, the Ravens' offense needs to be more of a, a ground and pound. Slow, yeah. slow that team. Because you don't want them. Because yeah. they can quick strike you. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So you want to slow the game down and control the clock more with a team like them. You get what I'm saying? So those two games right there worry me the most, but the way the Ravens' offense is today, it's like, dog, you guys are not ready for what's coming in front of you. So I'm just hoping that these next two games are get-right game for the offense, and they get right. You get Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Because when they get right, JB, I think we can beat anybody. But Anybody. I agree. They got to get right. Yeah. So, you, go ahead. No, I was saying, you, you, but you you know what else too? Like, just like the players got to get right, the coaches got to get right, bro. Like, like that, every everything that you mentioned in though and in, in that in that um, soon to be 49ers matchup and soon to be Miami Dolphins matchup is situational football. Like, like we got to control the clock. You know what I mean? So it's it's not just Lamar and our receiving core with the running backs. It's not just our our defense. Um, our our coaches got to go out there 
you know, with a chip on their shoulder and, you know, you, you got to want to outcoach those guys. Like I, I, you know, I'm, I'm just watching Miami this year and, 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 and it goes back to last year as well, but because I, I, I'm going to be honest with you, Pete, I really thought that um, tour was probably another two, maybe three years away, man. But like, he, like he is on it. Like he, like he got, he went down with the injury and after he's come back after the injury, like he's playing like somebody else, like he's playing out of his mind and the connection that he has with his receivers. And then you couple that with the speed that they have in the backfield, man, like it's, it's, it's crazy. But again, that comes down to situational football. So if you, using um like you said if you want to use the the rams as a not a tune-up game but a, a game to to figure out the, the kinks you know um you know figure out you know what you can do right what you can do wrong how can you exploit certain defenses and um like i like the coaches have to work on their coaching especially john hallball's situational football decision making rather like he has to work on that as well. Yeah, I agree. I agree a hundred percent. I just hope that we can come into this Rams game and attack this football team, and you know what I mean. Attack them like you attack the Seahawks, like you attack the Lions. You know what I mean. Like I think the offense needs to get into more of an attack mode instead of um, stalling out so much. Like they need to have the attack mentality to be able to to put these points up because it's like when you put, when you force your will onto teams, I mean, you can win the game that way because sometimes teams just lay down at that point that you beat on them all day long and they can't get nothing going because once to me, the off, when the offense gets rolling the way they do and they start to roll like that, the defense feeds off of that and they come back with more. And then the defense tries to get you the ball back more and they, they just go, crazy and then they get the crowd behind them and they play better so it's like this is a game where you don't let it get out of hand you just take charge and knock it out the box early because like you said the rams are coming off a three-game winning streak they're playing good football right now and they're not they're not a bad football team they're a decent football team and they're winning and they're playing good ball so you have to be able to come out here and enforce your will on this team because if not and you allow them to be in this game they will beat you they literally will beat you. So I just think that the Ravens got to play way better football, and they got to get out here, get after it, and take care of business. You're coming off a bye. You're well-rested. There's no excuses. Everybody had their time off. Let's get out here and play Raven football like we know. You know what I mean? Like Lamar, take mm-hmm. charge. Like I you like said, that. use your legs, all that kind of stuff. Whatever you got to do to to get the offense, because right now, this is life after Mark Andrews, and they have not figured it out yet. That's my problem with the Ravens. They have not figured out life after Mark. And guess what? He ain't coming back tomorrow. So we need to figure that out today. Like, that's the problem I'm having. It's taking too long to figure out life without Mark. You ain't got enough time to sit here and play around to try to figure those things out. You know what I mean? You got a couple more games left, and then it's playoff time. So if you're still trying to figure out life without Mark in your first playoff game, you lost already. Mm-hmm. You already lost. So yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. Like right now, you got to figure out life without Mark when it, on Sunday. Right. And you need to they, figure it out right away. Right. 
they need to play as if um, Mark Andrews is done for the season and has no hopes of coming back. That's that's the way that that they have to play. Like so, if he, if he comes back, it will be a plus. But <clears throat> um, that's like that's the mindset that they have to have. They have to have it. They got to. They got to. They got to. So I was looking at another thing, JB. What I realized is that we don't like we get into the latter part of the season. Now all season long, we really haven't been covering our division like that. But now we're getting into we're getting into the the latter the latter part of the season, and we're getting into the crucial timing. So I think this might be the perfect timing for us to like go through our division and and look at how our division is starting to shape out. Because for a while during the season, I mean, yeah, the Rays have been leading, you know, all season long, but it started to get tight because you know losses happen here and there, and then they and everybody started winning. You know what I mean? But now, JB, I'm starting to see separation in this division. Okay? So we knew when we played the Cincinnati Bengals, we had to win that game. But when we won that game, we knew at that point we had knocked, we had knocked Cincinnati out of out of the situation. They were, for us, they were done. We knew we were past Cincinnati at that point because Cincinnati wasn't going to catch us. We had both games against us. And at that point, I think they were like, what, 5-5 five and five or something like that. You know what I mean? What that record was. But we still had Cleveland and Pittsburgh still hot on our trails because we had lost to both of those teams and those teams were still winning. But now, mm-hmm. in these recent last two weeks, we've had some changes. We've had Cincinnati, we've had Cleveland lose to the Rams. Not only did they lose to the Rams, JB, they lost to the Broncos too. Mm-hmm. Then we had the Steelers losing to the Cardinals, and then turned around and lost to uh, the Patriots. So. Even though the Ravens still were winning, and they had a bye in between that. So mm-hmm. now we're looking at our division where so we almost got a two-game lead over these teams right now in yeah. our division. And it seems like the, the way it was where those teams were creeping up, they're taking the arrow down. So my question is to you, J.B., as we finish out these last four to five games of the year, where do you see the Browns and the Steelers and the Bengals finishing up? Oh, that's that's a tough question. Like as as far as two, three, four is concerned, um, I that's a hard question because as of today, all of those guys starting quarterbacks <laughs> are injured. Uh, you know, we we waiting to see if um, if Pittsburgh's quarterback is is done for the season, right? Um, so, but we already know that Joe Burrow is done for the season. We already know that um, that uh, shoot, I'm blanking on the name, but uh, Browns, yeah, Deshaun Watson, like you, you know, he was done for the season. So, um, I don't know. I I, I believe that. Um, out of those three teams, the Bengals have taken a significant um, plunge, you know, downward. And you know, right now they they sitting at the the, the bottom of the of the North um, at six and six. And I, I don't I don't think that they can recover. Like not with um, 
um, Browning at, at the quarterback position, you know, and, and it's kind of too late in the season to bring in um, uh, a veteran, like, like who, like who would you get um, anyway? And, and this is to all three teams, but um, like, like who would you get, you know what I mean? To, to come in at, you know, this late in the season, then you talk about Pittsburgh and right now it, it, it looks like, um, Mike Tomlin has probably lost that locker room. You know what I mean? And it's, it's, it's hard for me to say that because, um, <clears throat> you know, this, this this is the first season um, since Mike Tomlin has been there that they will actually finish with um, – well, they, they, they could finish with a, a, a losing record right now. Um, they, they are sitting at seven and six, and I really don't expect them to win another game. You, you know, so um, like I, I, I saw something yesterday that uh, Ryan Clark um, <laughs> said something, you know, that, he, you know, you blaming Mike Tomlin and you know, all that. I didn't, you know, I didn't get into all the details or whatever, but I, I, I think Mike Tomlin's, you know, career as a head coach, at least in Pittsburgh, may be over after the season. And then when you look at Cleveland, you know, and in my very honest opinion, I I think Deshaun Watson was just sitting back collecting the um, the huge paychecks that he was getting. I really don't think he had any desire to really play playoff football. I I, I just don't think it, it was that in it. Um, I don't think that his heart was in it to play. I I think it was a pure money grab. So if you're asking me what places, I, I, I believe um, the Bengals will stay, you know, in that fourth position. I, I think I think um, Pittsburgh will probably um, leapfrog Cleveland um, to um, stay in that, um, you know, to, to go in that second position. Um, but then when you talk about the um, – the, the the playoffs right now, right? Uh, who like right now? Pittsburgh is sitting at the eight. Is is it the top seven or is it the top eight? P. It's the top seven. Top seven. So right now, the the Steelers are on the outside looking in with the um the Colts and um Houston at six and seven. So I I, I don't know. Yeah, and then you, you have Cleveland that fly at, at, at the, the fifth seed. So uh, I probably would see Pittsburgh probably jumping, um, like I said, jumping Cleveland and possibly taking over that, that fifth or possibly sixth spot. Because I, I, I think um, the Colts have been playing a little bit better. Um, and then, you know, the C.J. The Stroud um, experiment down in Houston is working. So, like, I, I, I just don't know. I, I just don't know. Like that's 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 kind of all I see right now. Like maybe like after after the Ravens play the Forty ers then then we can talk about that a, a little bit more. You know, as as far as our win totals um, and and what that would do to um <laughs> to the to the conference. But yeah, that's 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 just how I see it. So when I look at it, JB, you're gonna be surprised, but when I look at it. Jake Browning showed me something last week when he played against the Chargers. He mm. got better. And I think that they have coached him up where he's way more comfortable in this office than he was the last two to three weeks. When he played against the Ravens, he got thrown in. It was it was a hard situation for him. 
right. I, that was just that was a tough situation. But then the next week he played the Steelers, and I, there was just another hard situation. I just think he was he wasn't fully ready. But he came out against Jacksonville, and he showed me something. He showed me a lot of toughness, and he showed me that he could play in that offense. Uh, we may be having technical difficulties, but, yeah, um, if, you, if you leave a comeback, P, like, I, I got you. Um, Jake Brown has been making improvements um, significantly since he was thrown in um, against our defense um, that um, – that Thursday night game. So I, I is like I said, it's, it's hard for me to say, like as, as well as he's playing, my question would be, are the troops going to rally behind him? You, you know, like, the, you, you know, I, I see Jamal Chase, you know, he's, he's really, you know, has rallied around Jake Browning, but um, like, like who else? Like, is it, is it going to be a whole team effort, you know, um, surrounding that guy? And I, I, I just don't see it. Like, I, I just don't see it. So that's why I said that those guys would remain at the bottom of the AFC North. I, I just don't um, see them making any type of uh, progression. Like maybe once P come back, like he can further breaking that down. He can further break that down for us. But I, I, I just think just the last little bit of juice that Mike Tomlin um, has with his team um, this week, um, I mean, you know, this season with his guys, I, I, I think they may, I think he may be able to coach them up to, to win at least another two or three games. Um, the Bengals, I, I, I think they cook. I think the Browns are, um, are going to rely on their defense um, to overcome the injuries uh, to their quarterback. So I, that's why I still believe that um, the Steelers will jump the Browns and it'll be the Browns and the Bengals. P, you are back. My bad. So like, my bad. Yeah, my bad. Got... I guess my mic got cooked. I don't know what happened. But look, you, so you I, good. Go ahead. So I'm breaking down. So I watched Jake Brownie against Jacksonville, and I he I believe that they they put confidence in this young man, and they put him they put him in a situation, JB, where they put they made the offense comfortable for him. And if you notice, they put him on the move a lot where they rolled him out of the pocket and he's better in those situations. And then he also had a safety blanket within Jamar Chase because Jamar Chase had a great game that that night. You know what I mean? And and also what they did was what they should have been doing all year was they ran the football well, like, they had to feature Joe Mixon more in their offense for their offense to be more prolific for them. They have to allow Joe Mixon to dictate the offense to allow Jamar Chase and Jake Browning to get that connection going. Not only that, you got T. Higgins back too, which mm-hmm. he was out for the last couple of games. So the Bengals, to me, are the number two team in the division. Mm-hmm. And I believe that the Bengals are going to beat the coach this week and I believe the Bengals are going to make the playoffs. And the reason why I say it is because the Bengals hold the tiebreaker against the Buffalo Bills. Mm, yeah, I Remember that? They hold that, right? If they beat the Colts this weekend, they hold the tiebreaker against the Colts. So I just think that the Bengals 
have the opportunity to make it. They might not, and I might be putting them too high and say true seed. I'm going to say maybe they're three in our division because I think the Browns might hold off and maybe hold serve and maybe win the rest. Maybe. I don't know. I just think the Browns, to me, with their situation, I think they maybe drop one or two more games. But I, I, what I've seen out of Cincinnati, Cincinnati, I think Cincinnati creeps right back into the playoffs, and I think they make the playoffs with Jake Browning being their quarterback. That team is okay. not going to give up. They're just not. Okay. And, 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 and the way they play Sunday, they show me that they're not going to give up. So I believe that they're going to be fine. Cleveland Browns, is it Joe Flacco or is it DTR? Which one is it going to be? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Which way yeah. you going to go, JB? You going? Mm. Are you going Joe Flacco or are you going DTR, Cleveland yeah. Browns? That's what I'm trying to figure out because yeah. that's where that's where the issues are. Which one? Which which guy are you putting that quarterback at this moment? You know what I mean? So, um, like that, like real quick, and I'll let you get back. But that 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 game last week, Joe Flacco played, and he he had a chance to um to to take the lead late, right? I, I believe it was, and he wanted to throw an interception, but he he threw the ball deep because he still thought that he had a cannon for an arm, and <laughs> and, and you just watched the ball just die in midair, bro. Like like he ain't got it no more. Like, like that, that that ball died like twenty yards in the in the air, you know what I mean? Like it, it was just crazy. I mean, well, I, I, I believe it was like a, a fifty or a sixty something um, yard attempt, like like him throwing it down there, but it it died, and and it, that was there, and that's why the the guy just turned around and jumped and caught the interception, like it just died in the air. So I'll say Michael, this. I think Joe Flacco is good for Amari Cooper. I yeah, think he's, I believe that. Because it'll allow Amari Cooper to be more focal in the offense with Joe Flacco because he has, to me, a little bit more accuracy and better quarterback play than DTR. So, yeah. Yeah. however Cleveland wants to go with this, realize that if you want Amari to be a bigger part of your offense to allow your offense to be, I guess, to me – play better, I go Joe way. But if you want to, I guess, be a little bit of a more power-running, athletic type of offense, then you go DTR because DTR can move around with his legs. But he ain't going to yeah. give you the accuracy throwing. That flack on. Yeah. I, so, I, I yeah. get it. So I that's the it. decision that, to me, that Cleveland Browns have to make. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But the Cleveland Browns also, too, J.B., the defense got to look themselves in the mirror because they've been bad the last two weeks. Right. You know what I'm saying? So all that rah-rah, how great they were, you know what I mean, for several weeks, they have not performed up to the level that they they, they should have been performing. So to mm-hmm. me, they be they need to look themselves in the mirror and figure out what they're doing on defense because I think that they're having issues on their defense that they mm-hmm. have to figure out. Still a situation. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> So Kenny Pickett is going to be out for four weeks as well. Mm-hmm. I think is what I heard. It's a four week uh, situation with his surgery and all that. So he's going to be out for four weeks. So let's just say Kenny Pickett is out for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that, right? I don't think it ever mattered if Kenny Pickett was going to be there or not to me. Because the Steelers, to me, 
they just wasn't good enough. They were squeaking by in games. There's a lot of games yeah. that they should have lost that they were squeaking mm-hmm. by in. And it was their defense that was carrying them. But now it seems like their defense is starting to break down. And it broke down bad in the Cardinals game because James Carter just did what he wanted. He ran all over him. He scored twice. He had over 100 some yards. And that was his revenge game. He got his revenge. Yeah. Then they turn around, they play the Patriots, and Zappy just was dotting them up and going 21 3 on them. And they just like, yeah, this defense is starting to wilter. They've carried this offense for so long this year. And guess what? I think they're at their wits' end. And it's just starting to it's starting to raise ugly head for them. They, to me, will not make the playoffs this year. Mm. To me, they okay. will be the last team in the division this year. Okay. They will so finish you, fourth. All right. So you 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 got them flip-flop with uh the Bengals. Okay. Right. So I got Ravens one. Two could go either way. Two could be either mm. Browns or Bengals. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna just say Browns, three Bengals, four Pittsburgh Steelers. I just think I don't know if Tomlin lost the locker room, but what I believe is they don't have a quarterback. When they drafted mm-hmm. Kenny Pickett, they thought they had a quarterback and they didn't have a quarterback in Kenny Pickett. Mitchell Trubisky has never been the answer since he's been in the NFL, and he's Ever. not gonna be the answer today. Ever. So I just think the Steelers really need to find a quarterback. They ain't got Big Ben no more. They ain't the same no more. They need a quarterback. They just do. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was saying the other day that um, I really believe that Big Ben kind of held every piece of that organization to, together. Because, like, now he's gone, and you see how quickly, you know, like the, the fall from grace that that franchise had, like, you know, when, when he was there. And it's like, so now, like, it's, it's Almost is almost reminiscent of what's happening in um, New England right now, you know, with um Bill Bill Belichick, which like don't don't like don't get it twisted like like he is, um, probably the he will go down history as one of the the, the greatest um coaches ever, but people quickly forget um what he was doing <laughs> before he got to New England and before he got Tom Brady. You know what I mean? Like he was with the um, the Cleveland Browns, where which was awful. And then when when he got with the New England Patriots, I believe they went like it was like five and eleven, like his first season um, there. Um, and then you had Drew Bledsoe, and then eventually Tom Brady came in and saved the day. But like I, I think what is going on in um, New England is is, is the same that's going on in Pittsburgh right now. So I, I think it might be a good thing for Mike Tomlin to, to, to just step away. Like if you want to step away for good, do that, or or possibly go to a new team and start fresh and let the Steelers start fresh. Like, like I said, like, I, you know, I, I hate to say that, but I think that's what it's come to, unfortunately. Well, yeah, we'll have to see how that works out. All right, well, since, you know I mean, I, I guess we want to wrap this up. Before we wrap this up, JB, we need to get into our keys to success for the Ravens against the Rams this week. So we need to lay out our keys of, of what we think the Ravens need to do to be able to take care of the Rams this week. Uh, yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm I'm going to go quick. I'm just going to make this real quick. Um, 
My first key is to um, figure out the offensive line. If you want Ronnie Stanley in, um, uh, it, it would be better if, if he was out. You you shut him down for the rest of the season. But consistency amongst that offensive line and, you know, um, Morgan Moses as, as well, um, you just got to have consistency on that line. Give Lamar um, – uh, the chance to um, to pick the defensive part, which brings me to my second key on um, on offense, which is the, the running game. Let's um, let's ramp up the running game and, um, and starting with Lamar, like let him get loose, pause, you know what I mean, and, and let him do his thing, and that will do two things. Like one, it it will. Uh, allow the other, you know, the the other running backs to get involved uh, more, and that will open up our play action packages. Um, so those are my two keys on offense. Defense, I, I just want them to to continue to play lights out on all three levels. Um, this week, um, uh, despite the Rams' record, um, you you have two dynamic receivers over there, and um, we're going to need our secondary to play uh, lights out, you know, as well as as our linebackers, you know. But right, uh, this game is probably going to be um, predicated on how well our secondary plays. So uh, that is my key to um, to defense. Um, real quick, my 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 score prediction um, is going to be Ravens twenty three to ten. So go ahead. All right. So my first key is 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 offense. Um, find out who you are, and find out who you are right now. Um, you don't have enough time to figure out who you are anymore. So you need to find out who you are right now. Um, Mark Andrews is not coming back. I don't care what the reports say. I don't care to say he could come back if you make it to the Super Bowl. Mark Andrews is not coming back. We got to move on. And it's not like a move on type of thing where you're just saying we're moving on from the player. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying we got to move on as an offense to continue to be successful. So Let's just move on, move forward, and understand that the guys that who we have out here are who we rolling with to get to the Super Bowl. So find out who you are on Sunday, or, or, or should I say tomorrow. Find out who you are. Let's not go into the Jacksonville game, the 49ers game, the Miami game, or Steelers game, still trying to figure out who we are. Let's state our claim of who we are on Sunday. That's straight up. Offensive line. To me, you have been the most disgusting thing that I have watched most of the season. You have had games where you've been great, but you haven't been so super great. But you have had games where you've been okay, but you've had a lot of games where you've just been god-awful. Like, as a unit, just god-awful. And I hate to just call out one or two players because you all are a unit. But one or two players sometimes be the problem of the whole unit. Because if one guy messes up, the whole unit looks bad. Uh, I believe that Ronnie Stanley should not be playing. But I'm not Harbaugh. If I was Harbaugh, Ronnie Stanley wouldn't be on the field. I just think that when you you have a prime quarterback and the left tackle position is one of the prime positions in the NFL, and that guy has to be healthy and he has to be dominant. He's not that. 
Trent Williams is healthy and dominant. He keeps his quarterback clean. Ronnie Stanley, you don't. I just think that you're a detriment to this team, and you've been like that for weeks. And I don't know why they continue to put you out there and be a detriment to the team. And I don't know why you or your mind think that you should go out there and be a detriment to your team. Knowing that you're hurt, knowing that you're not healthy, and you're not good enough to handle your job. Like, I get it. You feel like it's pressure because you want to show your worth so you can be here next year. But you're not. You're doing worse to that. You're making it look worse for them to keep you next year. That's the part that's crazy to me. Like, like I think, guys, y'all, you're so hyped up on the fact that you want to show you your worth, but you'd rather play in that position, hurt and beat up, and look worse. Like, get yourself right and then show your worth. But don't show your worth when you all beat up and you can't handle it because you just look worse. And then not only that, you look worse. You don't look good for other teams to say, you know what, well, let's pick that guy up because it's going to be good for us next year. You just don't. The other team looking like, well, dang, he's just as bad. I don't want him either. So it's like give yourself the proper timing to be healthy and look good instead of just throwing yourself out there to say, oh, I still could get it done when you're not healthy enough. Like, I just think that that's so bad. Um, So that's my biggest concern, just our offensive line as a whole. If the offensive line shows up, I think we'll be fine. When it comes to the defense, just keep ball lights out. Just just what you did on Sunday night against the Chargers, continue to do. Um, Continue to be a dominant force. Continue to state your claim, show your will, to continue to wreck havoc. Um, I would like to see more interior pressure on the interior on this game to be able to get inside of Matthew Stafford's face early because what I do know about Matthew Stafford is, is when you get pressure on him, he does throw picks. He throws a lot of picks. He's done it over the years. So let's get pressure on him to frustrate him and get him to throw the ball quicker to have those bad pass plays. Because I believe that the defense, when you guys when you guys have rest and you're healthy, you show dominance. So I'm okay with that. And I think that's I think what you needed from previous weeks was you needed to rest because when you play the Chargers, you just look lights out. So I'm I'm taking it that this week, by you having coming off of a bye, that you guys are just gonna come out and be dominant again. So I mean, I hope you guys don't stare me wrong, but from what I've seen, when you guys get rest, you play better. So I feel like you guys are going to do the same thing. So let's see you do the same exact thing that you've been doing. And other than that, guys, I think that's all I have for this team for my for my uh, keys for the week. I think my final score of what I see, I think the Ravens put up – I think they put up a 30-burger. I think it's 30. I'll say 31-10. I think the offense somehow, some way, figure some things out. Or maybe I'm dreaming. I don't know because I, I still don't know what I'm going to get. But I guess in my dream, I'm hoping that the offense does figure it out and get their way and show their will and, 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 and get things right. You know what I mean? So I'm hoping for a, a great showing from this offense. And I think that's – I'm hoping that's what we get on Sunday. I believe the defense will show up. And I'm not mistaken, JB. I don't know. I think the weather is supposed to be a little bit nasty on Sunday. 
I'm yeah, I, I believe it's rain. supposed to rain. Yeah, I think right. it's supposed to rain all day. Okay, so so the weather will be a little nasty on Sunday. So we have to really be careful of the football on Sunday because wet rain and all that stuff, there's fumbles, drops, all those things. So those guys got to be prepared for all those type of situations on Sunday. So um, with that being said, guys, we're going to close the show out today. We was a little longer today, I guess, because we – had other things that we needed to cover and talk about too at the same time. Um, but I think that's, I think we covered a lot of stuff and got a lot of things out. So um, any last remarks, JB? Go Ravens, man. Five game win streak. Let's go. Yeah. My last remark for the night, guys, is roll tide. Y'all have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Holla. <laughs>